And welcome back to yet another episode of Slow Burn. I am, of course, your better host, Stephen, and with me as always is... Jeffrey Spradlin. There the we go. Perfect. decent host of the show. <laughs> the only good show... Uh, the only good show host on this show. How many episodes is this now? So you're I have no idea. I lost track like three episodes ago. Yeah, same. Um, because I have to upload these. And mm. when I do, they have like a season number and then an episode number you can put. Uh, I, I remember 10. And then after that, I lost track for like a 12 or 13. And so I've stopped putting those because okay. I'm scared that I'm just going to keep putting like 13, like four times over in a row. Over again. Correct. Yeah. So we're at episode something. Yes. Past 10. It's a big one. I know that. We're past 10. So that's like a mile marker right there. You know how people do the 500th episode? We're past 10. Yes. So. <laughs> We're just do that for every episode now. <laughs> We're past number 10. It's always so. a celebration. Yeah, it's always a celebration when we have another podcast, Jeff. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm great. A little cold, but... A little chilly? Yeah, how about you? A little chilly. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. It's chilly in here in your room because the fan's on. Other our, than that... Don't you mean our studio? Yes, our studio. Yes. Our primetime studio, but uh, it's a little chilly. Other than that, I'm, I'm good. Good. Excited yeah. for, for this show. Me too. We have, we have two big shows coming up. So we have one... The first one that we're going to do right now is going to be the Christmas episode. Top five Christmas movies. It's going to be our top five Christmas movies, and it's also going to be uh, some teasers and trailers that dropped because we need to talk about those. Oh, there's and one. There's <laughs> one I really want to talk about. And then the next episode we're going to do, and we're going to drop them hopefully really close together, uh, is got to be Spider-Man No Way Home. What's that? <laughs> it's, Never heard of it. It's uh, arguably, uh, I guess between this and Dune, was our most anticipated movie of 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say collectively yeah collectively sure. yes between me and you mm-hmm. um you can throw in i guess uh what was yours with anya taylor joy oh last night in soho. last night in soho I was up there bridge dispatch yep. i've seen all of my top five now so wow so so can we get at the end of the next episode can we get like your top five of 2021 Oh, sure. Or I guess we don't have to do your top five 2021. Let me just get uh, your top five going into the year. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. So it doesn't have to be after you saw a movie and you're just like, that goes in top five. Just where you put the top five and most anticipated 2021 and how you rank them. Sure. Can I get that at the end of the next episode? You're asking a lot, but I guess. Well, the I people want to know, Jeff. The right. people aren't here for me. They just right. are here for the, mo- the, the five seconds of silence I do per show exactly. that I let you talk. That's all they want. They're in it Lori, for that. I know. She hates she me. She actually hates me on this show. <laughs> so, so with that I. being said, we can go ahead and move into our teasers and trailers. So, of course, we have a lot to talk about uh, since we skipped last week. Uh, last movie we did was No Time to Die. If you haven't heard that episode, go listen to it. Also, have you? do you even read the, the titles of the shows I do? Yeah, of course. Uh, it was No Time to Die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I play in with every movie title, Jeff. There, it's it's beautiful. It's a little inconsistent because some of the episodes I published initially, I just went generic. You know. Yeah, I know. Well, so. I did. I did the same thing, I think, mm-hmm. and then I changed it. I don't know, episode four or something like that. Started so going. Is it going to be Spider Man: No Way to Burn? Yes, okay. <laughs> that was already the plan. <laughs> I love it. Or it was uh, like something going to be have slow a slow burn Christmas. Like maybe. slow, slow way home, maybe. Because that's you know. Ooh, I like that. So slow way home. I like that. So, but for okay. this episode, is it going to be a slow burn Christmas? Because we did have a slow burn Halloween. It's. I think so. Probably okay. just because. Okay. 
I don't know. We'll we'll think about it. I'll I'll, wanna, I'll come up with something better. Want to dive into the trailers? We we need to dive into because I'm just gonna start talking endlessly. Okay, so the first one, the one that Jeff is so excited about that he said we need just a whole show on it. Oh, he was man. gonna have a whole episode on this two minute and fifteen second trailer that I dropped. Wait. So it is the Northman. Um, it's coming soon. We don't really know. The trailer uh, doesn't actually say at I the think end. It, I think it's no, April. It says coming soon. The trailer says coming soon. Oh, the trailer itself. I Saying the trailer yeah. itself says coming soon. If you look in the soon. captions on YouTube, like mm-hmm. uh, Focus Features, they, it says April 22nd, 2022. Okay, cool. So it's The Northman. Mm-hmm. Robert Eggers, who of course did the witch and the lighthouse the lighthouse there's the there's the one reference we needed in this episode (laughs) has to be once every episode uh so it's a it's a viking revenge movie is Mm -hmm. what it is uh if you haven't uh seen it go watch the trailer it is starring nicole kidman alexander skarsgård um which don't know if i pronounced that correctly but he is he is in the Legend of Tarzan and Godzilla vs. Kong. I needed to look that up because I've heard that name before and didn't know where I'd heard it. Well, there's a million stars guards. It's hard to keep up. Okay, so that's why I've probably heard that name before. Um, and then, of course, uh, this is why Jeff... Well, he loves it because it's Robert Eggers, but also because it has Anya Taylor-Joy in it and Willem Dafoe. And Ethan Hawke. As well as Ethan Hawke. So you like Ethan Hawke, too? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. I'm not crazy. We eventually need to do... Jeff and I talked about this off the pod, but we eventually need to do Jeff's top five actors. Because I think Willem Dafoe is 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 getting there. Guy. He's getting to, to number five. He's amazing. I, I just love him because of the memes. <laughs> <laughs> He's so great. Just him in this trailer, actually. He's in it for like, 10, like what, five seconds? Something like awesome. that. <laughs> it's like a dark... <laughs> and I, Robert Eggers is like... I, I, it, I, I guess he's getting famous for this at this point, where with the super close-ups of mm-hmm. the kind of dark and faces. He's like staring into the camera. Yes, he's getting, I think, famous for that. Yeah. But that's, of course, Willem Dafoe doing that, like he's talking to the little boy mm-hmm. in this trailer. So the trailer just follows a little Viking prince, I guess? Or maybe he's just a prince in general. His dad gets killed by his uncle. Mm-hmm. And he runs away, and the kind of the theme. The mom is abducted as well. I believe. Yes, I believe so too, because he says, "What was it?" Avenge father, save mother, kill Thunor. Yeah, yeah. However you say that Viking word, so that's <laughs> kind of what he says throughout the trailer. Mm-hmm. Looks really good. Looks like a Viking movie. If you're into Vikings and stuff like that, my most anticipated movie of 2022. <laughs> so I'm calling it right now. We haven't even. We have That's in what April? That may be an episode we do in January. Like just looking ahead, to, you know rest of 2022 but i'm gonna go and call it my number one most anticipated okay my number one most anticipated so far is is the northman it looks really good it looks like a violent uh viking movie with obviously revenge tropes in it and everything else robert eggers first non a24 movie his first movie with a significant budget i I didn't know the witch was a24 which was lighthouse was and this was the focus features so crazy it's gonna be awesome boom what is so for the people that don't know uh, probably me a little bit too. What is what would you say A twenty four is famous for? They're so they they first of all the merch. Because what I think. <laughs> let's talk about the merch for a second. Because what I when I think of A twenty four, I just think movie snobs. Yeah, honestly, that is kind of becoming the thing. Like the letterbox people, and um, you know, honestly, they have a lot of slow burn movies. They have them. Um, they do a lot of psychological horror. Just a lot of really really competent indie movies just they found these really talented directors and just let them do what they want give them let them just use their full creative vision so you get things like Lady Bird and Lighthouse you know you could go on and on about all their movies Hereditary right I think of A24 and I think of movies that you might not have ever heard of or directors or actors actresses that you might have ever heard of that are up for awards that makes sense Mm -hmm. 
but I also think of them as movies that I typically would not you know pick out and be like you know what movie I'm really excited for I want to go see The Witch in theaters yes like The Witch I have seen that I haven't seen The Lighthouse very very weird movie just a weird Bizarre, movie. and I love it. I know. That's um, what I'm saying. That's what I think of when I think of eight twenty. The kind of movies that I love, and like you said, a lot of people will say you're pretentious or whatever. Not, not trying to be for me. It's just for whatever reason, the stylistic decisions that the creative decisions they let their their creators and directors make. I, I'm all for it. So okay, this will okay. be awesome. Well, I, d- I dig that. So this is obviously not A24. It's Robert Eggers' mm-hmm. uh, focus films. Uh, but I'm excited for it. I think it looks like a really good movie. I love Willem Dafoe. I like Anya Taylor-Joy. Probably not as much as you, but I do She's like awesome, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Queen's Gambit. So, uh, so th- I think this will be a good movie. Yeah. Very dramatic. Very violent is what it looked like. So the next trailer um, that probably some people will have is their most anticipated movie of 2022. Without question. Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So this is a teaser trailer. This is a little indie movie, right? Is this, is this <laughs> yes. A24? This is A24. <laughs> uh, this is a no-name director, no-name yeah. actors and actresses in it, you know. Um, so this dropped, uh, for those who haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, it dropped actually in the post-credits scene, yeah. the teaser, the first teaser. And um, Marvel, I guess, I don't know. Who, who direct or what company does it? I guess it's just Marvel Films, right? It's MCU. Yeah. Okay. Um, they dropped, they finally dropped the teaser trailer for everyone to see. Yes. Um, so obviously it's starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, and Rachel McAdams, who was in, we needed a reminder yeah, of this. exactly. She was actually in the original Doctor totally Strange. Forgot. forgot that she was there. And this is Sam Raimi directed. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Spider-Man director. It, it was a really cool, it was a really cool connection because obviously... There's a Sam Raimi connection to No Way Home, and I'm not going to go into that yet. But the fact that now he's in the MCU doing this massive budget, you know, film for a huge conglomerate like Marvel is crazy. It's just awesome that they were able to use his trailer at the end of a Spider-Man movie. Definitely, definitely. It was it was very cool. I agree. Uh, so Multiverse of Madness was originally going to be, uh, they, I guess, pitched it as a rated R kind of horror Yeah, exactly. Film. They said it was going to be Marvel's first horror movie. Yes, in the Marvel genre. Sadly, it's not. Yeah. Uh, and it's not rated R. <laughs> yep. I think they're going to try and be close to horror, but it's not going to be horror. Definitely um, not. Yeah, not at all. Although um, Sam Raimi, one of the most iconic horror directors of the past 30 years, so he'll, he'll bring some of his flair and his vision to it. But Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that they lean towards horror, if mm-hmm. nothing else. Uh, but yeah, it really just follows the events. If you haven't seen Spider-Man Oh Home, go see it. What are you doing? But also, it kind of follows the events of Doctor Strange after the events of No Way Home, kind of trying to fix the multiverse that split at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, it it shows that in the trailer, Uh and that's not really a spoiler. Yeah, the multiverse is there because it's in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of follows him, and he he picks up Wanda to help him, I guess, fix the the multiverse that's splitting. So that's really all you get from it. I mean, there's some cool shots and everything like that, and it's very Doctor Strange-esque where it's psychological, I guess, or psychedelic, not psychological, <laughs> psychedelic um, aspects. I was really hoping they would do this and use the, because Doctor Strange in the comics has that nightmare villain he faces. I forget what it's, you know the name of the I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about yes, at least? I okay. Yeah. I was hoping they would use that and make it a horror movie with that, because I think that would have been Amazing. That would have been sick. But sadly, they're not doing that. But I think it will still answer a lot of multiverse questions uh, for those people who did not read the comics or, or watch the cartoons like a lot of 
people our age did. Yeah. Like, my wife is very lost. Lori is very lost with this whole multiverse theme. <laughs> She's like, I don't get it. Well, I was like, so well, this is... Out. It's like, you have to see the movies, but you also need to see the TV shows and Disney Plus to be able to get all the connectivity. It's, and it's very spread out. I mean, Marvel's genius in their marketing for doing that. It's going to get everybody to see everything, but at exactly. the same time, it's it's hard to keep up. The fact that it's actually working is insane. It's crazy. Well, I, I mean, same thing. We, we, don't, we won't get into it in this show because we can talk about it forever, but I mean, same thing with Phase three i guess or phase one whatever mm-hmm. end game ended uh how they culminated all that over a decade plus yeah it's amazing so uh but yeah just kind of we'll explain the multiverse probably a little bit more for those who didn't see loki or those who didn't see spider-man no way home you'll get some answers in this one uh but you have to wait until may 2022 uh next movie death on the nile uh, so the trailer has actually been out for a while, but this is the latest trailer drop. Uh, so I believe this is the second or third trailer that's dropped for it. Shows a lot more Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gadot? Gadot. 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 Uh, she is in it. Kenneth. Uh, so this is the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express before I move on to cast. Um, good movie. Agatha Christie novels come to life. So if you don't know, she's a murder mystery. Probably the most famous murder mystery uh, author of all time. I would say so, yeah. Uh, most influential Right, and then if you see Knives Out, which that was really huge, a lot of people say this character, this investigator in these movies, is who the uh, Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out is based on. Yeah, it's Hercule Poirot. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, but it's so it's a few of those Agatha Christie novels. Oh yeah, very very good. Right, right. So they're whodunit mystery, murder mystery uh, novels, Uh, but kind of funny that they're doing a that Knives Out is continuing, but it's not Agatha. Christie, but it's right. based off of Agatha Christie's. Because Ryan Johnson, director of Knives Out, is a huge Agatha Christie fan. Right, but then they're so. also making literally Agatha Christie exactly. movies. Which Very is also strange. a remake, because Death on the Nile came out in like 19... Like the the, film, the first film adaptation came out in like 1971, so... Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, so... But this is a sequel to that, um, so it's very similar to the Knives Out kind of genre there, if you're directed familiar with Kenneth that. Branagh. He's also in it. Oh, he's directing it too? I didn't realize that. Because he directed Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Well. Uh, so he's also, for those of you... If you haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express, Kenneth... Brano, because I I feel like I've seen him in a bunch, but I couldn't name it off the top of my head, so I went ahead and looked it up. Also in Dunkirk. Oh, yeah. He has been in a bunch of Shakespeare plays turned movies. That's probably what he's most well known so for. So Macbeth and Hamlet, I know he's he's in both of those. His ha- have you seen his Hamlet? I have not. Four hours and 20 minutes is See, the runtime. time. I am that. not a big Shakespeare guy. <laughs> okay. Not a big, so like you're super into Macbeth. What's mm-hmm. about the, is that? Tragedy of Macbeth. <laughs> it comes out this month. I can't wait. <laughs> Christmas Day. See, like I read that had to read Shakespeare in school like mm-hmm. most people did. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Honestly, I, I'm all the Shakespeare plays that I read. I'm not to be pretentious as you accuse me, but I honestly, really did enjoy them. It's he's the I famous jokingly... bard for a reason. So. <laughs> yes, he, he. You know, I guess so. But, uh, but he's also for those who don't know those movies. He's also Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry mm-hmm. Potter. I did not Harry like what? as soon as I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh, that is who that is. Yep. <laughs> I would have never placed that. You know, he had uh, a movie just come out recently um, called Belfast. And yes, some, yes, I know Belfast. Yeah, yeah, some things going around saying he might win Best Director. For interesting, that, so interesting. With the Oscars, so we'll see. Um, so it's also got Gal Gadot, as I referenced, Rose Leslie, and Russell Brand yeah. are the, the big names in this movie. Uh, basically follows uh, Gal Gadot and her I believe husband, new husband, as they get on their, I think this is like their honeymoon on a uh, cruise on the Nile River. Very interesting cruise, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you're 
um, and they're very rich, and a lot of people get on, very similar to the murder on the Express, a lot of rich and people get on as well, yeah. and they all are jealous and all have motives. Again, very if you've seen Knives Out, it's very similar to where everybody's got a motive, and Hercule Poirot, Poirot, yep. however you say his name, is has to be the one to figure it out yep. after people start dying. I honestly love Who Done It, so I'm excited. I well done ones I really do like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Knives Out, I liked. I liked Murder on the Orient Express. I liked that when it came out. Me too. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a good movie. Um, but very much so, all those aspects play into it and drama. Also, I love. Of course. I mean, drama. Gal Gadot, arguably the m- most gorgeous actress right now what a lot of people say so we'll I mean see. I think you could definitely make a hard argument for that so February 11th, 11th. Gotcha. February 11th it drops um, in theaters next one I know Jeff is not gonna have anything to say about this one uh, but we have to put it in for those people who like rom-coms after you know we have all those fans after we did Sue Alabama that That's listen now Jeff still our most streamed episode right yeah I think, I so. think so so we have to speak to those people as yes. well Uh, uh, This is a movie starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, which, what? And Brad Pitt. (laughs) Love that Brad Pitt's in it. So it's a rom-com about a romance author, which is Sandra Bullock, being kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe, which is a rich guy. Uh, They find, uh, and then he kidnaps her to find a lost city or a treasure or something like that that she's been writing about in her romance books that she thinks is made up. He apparently believes it's true kidnaps her to try and find it and then the main romance character or handsome guy in all of her books which is then Channing Tatum in real life yeah who is not never done anything crazy in his life he's just kind of a male model type uh ventures out to save her from this said rich guy uh and then Brad Pitt shows up at some point and that's and, and they're in the jungle looking for the lost city Interesting. Very rom-com esque. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good jokes. I I thought the the trailer looked like a well done rom-com. At least it wasn't super duper awful. Yeah. <laughs> more com. It leans more comedy than rom-com, which I liked. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I love Brad Pitt. Sandra Bullock's great. So I might check it out. We'll see. You love Channing Tatum too, right? Yeah. You know, he's okay. <laughs> I don't hate him at all. He's fun. <laughs> It's not one of my favorites, but he is not bad. By it's the body for me, Jeff. You're right. Well, he also after hey, Magic Mike, you know, I'm just in everything. If I'm everything. not mistaken, <laughs> of course, that's your favorite movie. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he's from Alabama, correct? He's from Coleman. I believe so. I think that's true. I believe so. So, so you gotta you gotta show some love for your hometown boy. Uh, and then I didn't get a release date for this sometime in 2022. Okay. So that's all I saw. Sounds good. Uh, last one before we get into our top five Christmas movies. Severance. So this is an Apple TV Plus movie. It's actually Ben Stiller directed. I don't know if he wrote it as well, but I know he directed it. Um, it's starring Adam Driver, Christopher Walken, and John Turturro. Which if you don't know who that is, that's the guy from that's the FBI agent from Transformers. Uh, which uh, I couldn't yeah. place him, and then I remembered all of a sudden that he is the FBI agent from Transformers. Very funny guy. Um, he but he's basically a company. I don't know if it's necessarily a drug. Or just the place in the building. Uh, the trailer is just these people giving consent to this company to allow them to. Uh, what's the right word? Prohibit certain memories. So when they're at work, they cannot remember anything from their personal life. When they're at home, at their personal life, they cannot remember anything that happens at work. Interesting concept. Okay. So it's a it's and and the company looks. 
I mean, literally one of the first shots you see is you walk, they're walking into the company and it looks Russian. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where you see the, the face of somebody, uh, what's the Russian dictator that had his face everywhere back in the Soviet Union days, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. What's his name? <laughs> Stalin, maybe, I guess. Stop putting me on the spot. Stalin, I guess, would be the right Let's one. Let's go with that. It's very, and then there's literally a face of somebody when you walk in the corporation. That was the point I was making. Is this a show or a movie? Movie, I believe. Okay. I believe. Okay. Be awkward if this is a show, but I'm pretty positive it's a movie. I was just, it's on Apple TV. Oh. So, and, and one of the, the caption beneath it, I don't know if this is a YouTube caption, but where I saw it on Instagram, the caption beneath it was, a company takes its limits to separating work and life balance. So, interesting concept, though. Yeah, I'll check it out. And it looks like they were sneaking around in a lot of the in the trailer. Have you seen this trailer? Good job. Um, a lot of in this trailer, it looks like they're sneaking about the company trying to figure out what secrets the company is trying to keep from them. Interesting. Ben Silver directed. Yeah. It's got Adam Scott in it. Yeah. Um, Would I say Adam Driver? I mean, yeah, Adam Scott. Adam sorry. Scott. Sorry. Not Walker. Adam Driver. <laughs> not Adam Driver. Oh, Completely Adam different. Driver. I was about to say, this man's in everything. Adam Scott. Wow. Sorry. 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 So. Adam Scott. Any, any thoughts? Just interesting concept. Interesting concept. Um, we'll see. Apple TV's like hit or miss. You know, they've got they've yet to have like their huge breakthrough thing that everybody has to watch. You know, Ted Lasso. That, honestly, you're right. Actually, the morning show. You're right. The two. Well, I don't think the morning show is that big. I think people like it, but you're right. Ted Lasso is huge. I'm wrong. That's like their big breakthrough. And, and they've had and they've made some movies on here. I'm sur- and they just dropped that uh, new show with Will Ferrell and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the therapist next door, I think something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. But what's the uh, other guy? It's Will Ferrell and he just won Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, Ant Man. Paul Rudd. Yes, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd and Will Ferrell. Okay. I watched the first episode. It's a dark comedy. Yeah. Dark. Mm, we'll see. I, you know, I <laughs> thought about checking out the M Night Shyamalan show on there, Servant, but it looks weird. Yeah. From I the trailers. Uh, yeah, I need to watch some more of it because I want to watch C with Jason Momoa and mm, now... Yeah. Season 2 came out. Yeah, Season 2 has... Uh, oh, my god. Steven's gosh. great with names. I'm Steven so bad with, with names. names. It's so bad. Uh, the wrestler who was also... Drax in... Oh, um, Bautista. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bautista. Yeah, I he's in Season 2? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. I like him. Yes. So there you go. He's randomly like a pretty good actor. <laughs> So it's so interesting. I don't know. He was pretty bad in Army of the Dead. Oh, I haven't seen that. Also a terrible movie. Did you know they made a prequel? Really? Yes. Called Army of Thieves. Just found that the other day. Oh, wow. Or like yesterday. Don't know. Uh, anyways, that will wrap up our trailers and teasers. Uh, let us know. We're actually going to make an Instagram post for this one. We've been bad about it. But about our Christmas movies. Right. They have to. We have to make some something for our Christmas right. movies. See who has the best. Bond's gonna be the best, obviously. Yes, so. uh, but uh, let us know. Maybe in our. I don't. Can you leave comments or anything on Spotify? I know you can on Apple. I don't know. Never tried. I don't really but, use Spotify uh, like that. So. Me either. Music. Let us know if you see us in person for the five people that listen to it. Mm-hmm. That which movie you're most anticipated for? Because I would like to know. Yeah. We need to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we're bad at social media. We're we're really bad. At Is it that. like half your job to do social media? Yeah, I'm still really bad at it. You know, <laughs> whatever. We'll, we will get better. Okay, we'll move on to our top five Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Of all times. So this is not just movies that dropped this year or anything mm-hmm. like that. This is our top five rewatch. For me, it's the ones I, I watch at least once, probably every year. Uh, so, Jeff, I will start with you. 
We'll go down from five, and we'll just go back and forth. Okay. And you can. We are allowed to have the same ones as each other. I wrote that down. Good. So. If you steal mine or I steal yours, it's not a big deal because you can just take it later. Yeah. Fun number five, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to do a double here. I'm going to go with two animated. I'm going to go with Nightmare Before Christmas and Disney's A Christmas Carol from 2009, which is a borderline horror movie. It's insane. (laughs) It's like the scariest animated movie you will ever see. Well, so if you had to choose, gun to your head, who's number five? So Nightmare Before Christmas is the one I've seen most recently. I haven't seen A Christmas Carol in quite a while. Uh, Last time I saw it, though, I think it was probably... It was good. I'm going to go with Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. There you go. Can't <laughs> cheat. I can't let these cheating. Not Tim Burton's. It's uh, Henry Selleck directed it. But all, people always think it's Tim Burton directed because they use his name to sell the movie. Oh, I thought it was I did. I thought it was Tim See, Burton he directed it. Direct well. He like helped design some of the characters. You know, he had input. But Henry Selleck directed it. I just want you to know that. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number five is going to be The Santa Claus. Okay. With Tim Allen. You want to hear something? I've never seen this movie. Really? Yeah, somehow. It's <laughs> very cheesy. Okay. Uh, but, you know, if you've never... They cr- oh, or most Christmas movies. And saucy. they are. I mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but it, it's... I don't know. It's good cheese, I guess. You don't see it once a year. All you got to do is see it once a year and you're good. You mm-hmm. don't need to see it more than that. It's plenty. <laughs> yeah. But I think once a year is pretty good. It still plays a lot of the, the stuff in it, you know. Tim Allen. Did you see the thing at the hockey game recently where they... uh, Yes, yes. The the Bulls. Yes, That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a a good movie. uh, I think my favorite part is the... um, Just the visual effects are Marvel-esque, you might say. Yeah, like top budget. You could really tell they had a huge budget for their... Sure, it's not outdated at all. No, gotcha. it didn't come out in like 2001 or anything, and it's not. Of course not. I mean, you see these and you're like, "Wow, that looks real!" Like <laughs> you would believe it. Yeah. If you haven't seen those, you need to just go watch them. Like sure. you don't even have to watch the movie, Jeff. I'm not making you watch YouTube. the movie. I need you to just YouTube parts of the Santa Claus to sure. see these because they are this marvelous effect eye popping. Okay. <laughs> I'll find so, time to work that in. Yes. So what's your number four? Ooh, number four. Okay, so this movie, honestly, if we were going the best movies, this would probably be number one. But if we're just, you know, you got to rank them by rewatchability and how you know much they represent the holidays. And this one's debatable. It's a holiday movie, but I'm going Die Hard at number four. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to say it's a Christmas movie, and this movie is really awesome. And honestly, not even typically my kind of movie. You yeah, I know. Action, movie action awesome. movies, Jeff? That's not you. This movie is awesome. It's a great movie. It's, it's awesome. it is on my list too. I haven't decided where I'm going to put it yet, but okay. it's on my list. And when people make the argument, we don't have to have this argument because I think everybody's tired of this argument. Yeah. But my whole point is that it takes place during Christmas time, which is important to the plot as well. Correct, and it's important to the plot because they're all together because it's a Christmas party. Oh, right. He is there because it's Christmas time, mm-hmm. and you know everything else part of it. But yeah. But somebody made the argument like, why well, it has nothing to do with Christmas and the plot? Well, Home Alone. Why is that a Christmas movie? Exactly. It happens during Christmas, exactly. but the whole point of the plot is not a Christmas thing. It's him beating up people. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is because his family left because of Christmas. But he's only in uh, John in the movie. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, you t- are you talking about Joe Pesci? No. Wait. Um, Joe Pesci back is to, in Home Alone. Yes. Move back about? to Die Hard. The uh, I'm blanking on every name right now, Jeff. The main character's name. Bruce what's his name? Willis? Now, I know Bruce Willis. I'm saying the what's the character's name? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I got this. I thought you might have been talking about the director. No, this is bad. 
This is bad. I'm going to keep this in just to show the people that I'm an honest podcaster and I know my flaws. You are like a professional editor. I could, but this is what I'm saying, though. Because I am a professional podcaster and I know my faults, I'm leaving (laughs) this in to let the people know I know my faults. His name is John McClain. John McClain. Jeez Louise. Back to my original point. Everybody's name is John. Yes, back to my original point. Uh, The reason John McClain is in town is for Christmas. The reason that Kevin's family left was for Christmas. Christmas. Right. It's the same correlation, yes. Diehard's Christmas. director of Diehard, John McTiernan. Mm -hmm. He's made some... Really good action movies. Some people think he's the like the best action director of all time in terms of actual like action scenes. Movie's just great. Alan Rickman, also yes. known as Snake. <laughs> I forgot movie, about Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. Movie villains ever. <laughs> I he's love Alan Snake. Rickman. He's so good. I love it. It's his voice. That's my number four. I'm sticking with Hans. Oh, I can't. Oh yes. Hans the something. Iconic yes. Yes. A great villain name. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. <laughs> I can remember Hans, but I can't freaking remember John McClane. That makes no sense. I can't talk about Bruce Willis. I can't talk about Dave Bautista, but I can remember Hans. Is Hans Gruber the best villain name That's ever? a great, great that's, villain name. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because it's, you know, a, is he Russian or German? He's German, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. He's a German bad guy. You yeah. can't go wrong with the German bad guy, yeah, right? Um... I'm trying. It's hard for me to rank these. Like I have my five, right? Uh-huh. But I'm trying to figure out where I want them for rewatchability. What I like about them. <sighs> I'll go Die Hard at four as well. Okay. I'll go Die Hard at four. Uh, great movie, mm-hmm. but it, I think it's fringe because it's not, I guess, super Christmassy themed. Right. It doesn't necessarily scream holiday. But so. I probably watch it once a year and I love it. Mm-hmm. So, Die Hard for all the reasons you just said. So let's go to your three. Okay, number three. Ooh, this is another one that you could debate is truly the best. Um, also a complete 180 from Die Hard, but I'm going to go with It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, very 180 from Die Hard. Yeah, man, this is a great movie. <laughs> Everybody, honestly... Everybody's been talking about it. You know I've never actually seen it all the way through. Really? I've seen you should watch scenes, but... Well, it's, are you talking about the original, the one that was like the 1950s? Mm, of course. What is it, Jeff? Are you going to say because it's in black and white? <laughs> so you're not going to watch it? But hey, they did. There is like a... Fake like colorized version. Yeah, but the fake colorized version is just they're fake. It's not black and white though. It's true. I obviously don't mind black and white. It's, I think it's great. Um, it's honestly really dark though. Like killing himself. He's yeah. Literally trying to commit suicide mm-hmm. and desert his daughters and his wife. Pretty messed up, but you know, it's an interesting movie about coping with depression and anxiety <laughs> around the holidays, especially <laughs> Christmas. So. <laughs> It's overall just like really well shot. It really is a well dark played. movie, but yes, it's. I mean, a lot of people say it's the greatest Christmas movie of all time mm-hmm. uh, for obvious reasons. So, mm-hmm. um, my number three, I think. Let's see. I'm trying to look at my list. I think I'll go The Grinch. Okay, wait. Are we going animated or live no? Action? We're going the Jim live Carrey. action Jim Carrey okay. Grinch. Not one, the one from 2017. I, I never saw that one. Maybe it's horrible. Is it? Oh, it's so it's not horrific. as good as the Jim Carrey one? No way. Yeah. Jim Carrey's way better. I love the Jim Carrey the one. The original animated is amazing as well. That that one is good too. That one is good too. But I, I mean, I love the Jim, Jim Carrey. Just He's a weird guy and that's the perfect person to play the Grinch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen this also brought to mind too. I don't know if you've seen a lot of... The Universal Studios has a Grinch that they have that people can take pictures with instead of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like Universal, like the theme park, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you've seen these videos that people are making like with them. It's hilarious. Really? Like they just one girl made a video because they have the Who's outside the building. You take them, mm-hmm. and she took a video of the Who saying, "Oh my gosh, your skirt! It's so pretty. Like I love it so much. I need that skirt." Mm-hmm. And she walks into the grant. She's like, and he's like, "What bet did you lose?" <laughs> so it's like he just makes fun of everybody that walks in. And just nice. you know, he is the Grinch. He plays the Grinch. What if it was actually Jim Carrey? That'd be hilarious. And whoever does it, whoever is playing the Grinch in these videos, is doing a great job. I mean, it's it's hilarious. All the mannerisms, the fingers, you know, are the same. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's funny. You know, you love. I so many people identify with the Grinch. You know, I know that the clip of him trying to pick out what to wear. I'm just not going. You know, that's it, I'm not going. Yeah, that's you know iconic. And yeah. then, uh, of course, you got to love Max the dog. So, of course, Iconic. for all those reasons, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> the, movie, the weird thing to me about this movie, first of all, I really enjoy it. And Jim Carrey, without Jim Carrey, this movie would be awful. Oh, 100. percent saves it. But it's so interesting because this is one of the worst looking movies I've ever seen. And there's inexplicably like a hundred Dutch angles for no reason. And this movie was directed by Oscar-winning director Ron Howard. <laughs> Makes no I didn't sense. realize Ron Howard. Did Ron this movie. Howard, that's hilarious. Crazy. I mean, and I enjoy the movie. It a plays. Lot. I mean, it's one of the most famous Christmas movies of all time. I would say. Yeah, and I watch it every year. I really like it. It's just, it's so interesting that he directed it. It looks so bad. It plays though. But it plays. Intentional. Yeah. It plays. So yeah, good choice. My number two now? It's your number two. You're down to your top um, two. Number two in terms of if you're talking like just straight up as a movie, stand alone. This is just, well, it's your list. There's, I no, didn't, there's literally no rules. So I didn't make rules for this. No, so this I wanted you to be able to. No, no, no. I'm not saying though. I'm not saying it's not a Christmas movie. I'm saying though, you can factor in watch <laughs> rewatchability. Which I am. You can factor in yeah. uh, you know, if it's like a great put together movie in general, or you can factor in just like nostalgia or like, hey, it's probably a really bad movie, but I grew up watching it and I love it for that yeah. reason. This is definitely nostalgia. It's one I watch multiple times every year. It's definitely not as good technically as It's a Wonderful Life or Die Hard, but I'm going to go with Elf at number two. Okay. Um, very funny movie. Will Ferrell, kind of the same with Jim Carrey, saves this movie. He's great. This movie also directed by John Favreau. Yeah, knew that. Who's also in it. He's the doctor. He is, yep. Scene. But a few years later, he goes on to make Iron Man, first ever MCU movie. Also so. just directed Spider-Man No Way Home. John Favreau did not. I thought he did. John Watts did. Okay, I thought I thought two. John Favreau had a part in it. He's in it. He's happy. I mean, I know he's in it, but I'm mm-hmm. saying like I thought he had a part in the directing. Well, he's of such it. a reliable. Didn't and, he like, do one of the Spider Mans? Am I wrong? The most recent three were all John Watts. Okay, maybe I am. He was wrong. unknown going. He was pretty much unknown going into um, Homecoming, and like they Marvel was so impressed with him that they just doing an Iron Man or Homecoming. No, so John Favreau did Iron Man. Oh, you're saying John Watts? John okay. Watts was pretty much. Yeah, I got lost in the Johns. Yes. Speaking yeah. of Johns, John McClane, but I got, so John. <laughs> I got lost in the Johns. I got lost with the Johns. But John Favreau directed um, Spider-Man or Iron Man. I know Iron he. Man. Did. I know he directed the Iron yes. Man because he directed all he three Iron of them. Man to... He did all three. Okay, I'm he, almost positive. He may have done. Th- Shane Black at least wrote the third one. Okay, I'm almost positive it. he directed all three. But John Favreau. Um, I I thought at the end credits because I you have to stay through the end credits. I mm-hmm. thought I saw that he directed it. I'm no, John Watts directed it, but I'm sure he was heavily involved because John Favreau also directed the live action Lion King. Yes, so he's just really like Disney. Loves he's been him. a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel very, loves him too. They love him. I mean, he literally launched their he literally launched the MCU with Iron Man, right? Because if that movie's bad, everything could have fallen apart. And he kind of you know they were kind of killed it. Didn't he d- direct an episode of Mandalorian too? He created the Mandalorian. He's directed quite a few episodes. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But yeah, he literally created it. It's his show. So 
John Favreau. Wonder great. how much money he's made he's, from since 2008. I bet like, he's one of the rich, top ten richest directors alive. Like, like since 2008, I wonder just how much he's his made. life totally changed. Though. Yeah, I know that's what I'm but saying. Elf's really, really good Christmas movie. Great really movie. enjoyable, very funny. Got some of the best one-liners and moments. The only problem for me with Elf. The last 15 to 20 minutes of this movie are really bad. Well, they're yeah, you say they're really bad because they're very cheesy. It's they're so the cheesy. they're the entire Christmas like bringing together hope and love. The best and, way to start Christmas cheer. Yes, but that's <laughs> why it's you know it's Elf. It wouldn't be yeah. Elf without the 15 20 minutes though, because also, you get the lovable character who is Elf. You can't just have him joke around. You have to have him save Christmas, Jeff. <laughs> it's also weird that Zoe Deschanel doesn't look anything like Zoe Deschanel. She doesn't. She doesn't. You know, I, yeah. I learned that like I don't know four years ago that she that was Zoe Deschanel yeah. was in Elf. Jovi. And I was very amazed. I was like, that's not her. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, just love that they filmed that entire scene of him walking around New York City. That was just him, mm-hmm. Will Ferrell, dressed up as an elf walking around New York yeah, City. I didn't know that until the Netflix show. Yes, so that's pretty cool. So love what's your that. number two? Uh, my number two is actually Elf as well. I had it lined up to pick Elf as number two. Nice. So <laughs> for all those reasons, I'm in on Elf as well. So we have Die Hard and Elf the same. Keep stealing your thunder, man. I feel bad. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It, it's a, Our number I, ones are going to be different. There's no, no doubt. I hope it. so. Yeah. It's going to be really awkward if it's the same. Yeah, it won't be. You sure? Uh-huh. How sure? Pretty sure. I'm a little worried at this point because I, I figured Elf would one? be in. Should I go number one? Yeah, go number one. All right. I'm going a Christmas story. Oh, <laughs> Christmas story. That's fine, Jeff. No, it's not. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear. Let me see that list. I swear. Okay, I thought, for some reason, I thought we had discussed before that you hated a Christmas story. No, I watch it every year. Me too, multiple times. It's the only. So I had... Oh, it was cold. It was cold the other day I got in an argument with. He hates this movie. Home Alone's also on this list, but it's probably six for me. Okay. Yeah, Christmas story at the very bottom. All right, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I was worried. This movie's awesome. The, <laughs> Love uh, it. The narration is incredible. The the comedic moments in this are all time. The dad is hilarious. Oh, I love the dad. The, so the leg coming, the leg lamp is is all time. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Applies for everything. Yeah. The double dog, triple dog dare, Jeff. The Iconic. triple dog dare. Iconic. You know, the kid that plays Ralphie is in Elf for a second. He's like the... Uh, the lead elf or whatever that's like talking to Buddy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That sounds pretty cool. That is cool. It's This movie is awesome. I it's love it. It's a great movie. I can't believe your co-host on Under Review told me it's horrible. I didn't know that. Yeah, can you please have, have to a fire him. him? Fire him from Under Review. The guy that wrote the novel is the one that wrote the screenplay for this movie, and um, he also is the narrator. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. That's him narrating. So, <laughs> so cool. The narration makes it just... So good. Yeah. It's almost like uh like Stand By Me doesn't Stand By Me do narration or am I thinking of another movie? I don't know. Oh, oh Stand By Me does have some narration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that aspect, you know, mm-hmm. or it's just the adult person talking back. I love it. Because he's like reminiscing on yes, the it's, it's so cool. It's hilarious. And then of course when they have to go get the duck after the dogs eat it in the <laughs> Chinese restaurant. Yes. He's smiling at us. Oh my gosh. It's it's so great. Yeah. It's it's amazing. And I, the only reason I have this on here is because when I was a kid, I actually didn't like this movie because we would have the TV on just in the background or opening presents or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I don't know what network it was, but every single year, 
it was like ABC or CBS or something like that or NBC. They would run a 24-hour oh yeah, yeah. Ma- a marathon of a Christmas story. I think TNT is like maybe maybe not TNT but TBS was uh, some was some thing. normal channel you watch like a normal and they would just do a 24-hour. And so I kind of hate it when I was a little kid because I was like, oh my gosh, can we just watch something different? But as I grew up and like started watching it more, <laughs> I was like. This is great. I love it. One thing so. about this that's so excellent is we were talking about Elf being so good until the ending. But the moments in this that are supposed to move you actually do. Like the moment where he gets the, the Red Rider BB gun is yep. so well done. And I the mean, moment at the end with the parents, like after Christmas, you know, looking out at the snow, it's just all so good. It's a, I mean, it's a great movie. It's a great. And he actually shoots, tries to shoot his eye out. He yeah. has to wash his mouth out with soap. Says fudge. Yes, <laughs> there's so many great mo- moments in this uh, in this movie. The so. director is Bob Clark, um, and it's funny because he directed another Christmas movie that is completely opposite. It's called Black Christmas. Yes, yeah, so we were just it's talking a about horror that movie, and it's one of the most influential horror movies ever because it inspired Halloween. Didn't it just come, wait Black Christmas? Oh, I was looking at one that came out in like yeah, 2019. That's that's okay, um, okay, but the original. Came I was out. like, my gosh, he's still making movies. That movie was in yeah. 1983. <laughs> <laughs> he made Black Christmas, I think, in 1975. And um, that's what really inspired. Halloween was heavily inspired by that because it's one of the first slap, like true slashers ever. Okay. Um, it's like it's actually great. It's pretty sick, but it's. Isn't Psycho one of the first? Wouldn't Psycho be the first slasher? Uh, sure, sure, yeah, because you know Psycho's not just a full-on slasher. It's not, but, but you're right. Definitely that scene in the shower yeah. is iconic um, and inspired that movie as well. So. Exactly. But yeah, Black Christmas is great. Also directed by Bob Clark, who then does a Christmas story. So pretty cool. Not the 2019 Black Christmas. No, That's what I thought no. you were talking about. That's why I was no, so surprised no. you'd heard of it. I was like, Yeah, I have heard what? that one too. It's got Imogene Putz in it, who might have the worst stage name ever. Um, <laughs> What's her real name? Do you know her real name? I, I, no, I mean, I think that's actually her name. Oh, you were just like, saying. <laughs> she needs to change Poots it. Is her name. Okay, that's funny. You tell me that's a good name or not. That's funny. Well, that, I think, will wrap up our top five Christmas movies mm-hmm. and teasers and trailers episode. Hey. Uh, so stay tuned for soon later this week where we will drop Spider-Man No Way Home. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It will be obviously contain lots of spoilers. So don't listen if you haven't seen it, but as soon as you go see it, go give us a listen. And Merry Christmas.